Warning. This podcast may contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. Yo, what's going on? I am Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Foster. And this is the Viewers Anonymous Podcast. What's going on with you, my brother? Can't call it. Another day in the lab, man. Excited for this episode, man. It was a, uh, yeah. I was with it this week, man. But how you feeling, <laughs> man? Everything good with you? Man, everything is going great, man. Everything is going great, man. I'm, um, you know what I'm saying? Getting into this OnlyFans shit. Working, trying to work my way up the ranks. Um, you know what I'm saying? Looking for some some models to shoot and stuff like that. So it's exciting, man. It's really exciting. You know what I mean? I got some dope ass ideas that I want to start doing and um putting into action. So outside of that, you know, pretty much nothing. Went and bought my beads today too, so we in there. That's what's up, man. Hey man, nothing, nothing. I wish nothing but success. You know what I'm saying? Um, and also, yo, listen. I think this like something that we don't do on this podcast that we probably should do more is yeah. um because like you never know like you know how many new listeners you get you know per week mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be or for somebody that you know they only listen to certain movies and stuff like that. But yo, like man, we got a deep ass archives, man. Man. Like, like deep and and like see this is um if I'm not mistaken hold on let me let me get the right number right quick this like is um, this is episode one sixty three today yeah and man I, I went back in the archives man and, and and listened to an old episode and it's just like yo it felt like I never even heard it because like it was something that we did probably a year and a half ago and oh, it's shit. just like man we got we got some deep shit in there man like. Mm-hmm. Y'all will really have to go and like and search because we we done done so much shit, man. And it's just like some of, some of these episodes is just it's just gold, man. I, w- I went I mm-hmm. back and listened to uh our first double feature where we did we did knocked up in um and Zach and Beard make a porno, man. Listen, straight fire, man. Yeah, great shit. Straight great fire. Shit. It's, it's 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 so it's so much great shit in there, man. And like just. And then, like the thing about when we do comedies, which we need, um, we should be having one coming up soon, is the yeah. fact that like just how funny some shit is. Like we was talking about uh, when Craig Robinson, uh, mm-hmm. when he had brought when he had brought uh, Seth Rogen to his house, and uh, and she was like, <laughs> she said, "Why you?" She said, "Why you bringing another white boy up in here?" So like, I already got one white boy downstairs. So I'm like, what if I was in here naked? He said, man, I'm nobody want to see your busted ass titties. <laughs> Shout out to Tisha Campbell, man. Yeah, man. It's just, yo, know, we, we got some gold, man. Like, if, yeah. you know, if if y'all new listeners, this is the first episode you ever heard, or if you only listen to the Snowfall joint, so you just started mm-hmm. listening a year ago, there's some shit deep in there. That uh, yeah, for sure. we we can't go down the list because, like I said, 163 is too much to go over. But yeah. there's a lot of shit in the archives, man, that y'all got to check out, man. I I just wanted to mention that because it's, sure. there's some shit in there. Yeah, man. Um, 
it's man, it's, it's just been fun, man. You know what I'm saying? This this one of those things that you know you get the you know what I'm saying. I I didn't really research, but you get to watch. You know what I'm saying? Old movies. You know what I'm saying? You get to rewatch some of the things you like rewatching, then come back talk about them. Then you know you gotta with with this. You know what I'm saying? With with certain movies, we gotta instantly go see them. It ain't no holding back. So you know what I'm saying? This is dope, man. I I can't wait. You know what I'm saying for this shit to really take off and get where it's supposed to be. Because, I mean, man, I can see us doing, you know what I'm saying, premieres and stuff. And, you know what I'm saying, right after the movie, we do a pod right after the movie for the premiere, like shit like that. Like, it's a lot of stuff we can do with this. So, you know what I'm saying, I can't wait for this joint to take off. But, oh, um, but, that'd, be, but that'd be Patreon shit right there, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. That got to be Patreon shit. You know what I'm saying? We can't do that for the free ski. But, um, man, let's get into this. What we, uh, what we watching? Yes, sir. So, um, man, listen, uh, I spent, <laughs> I spent all day, um, Wednesday night staying up all night. I did not go to sleep Wednesday night because oh, I shit. stayed up and watched the ultimatum on Netflix. Oh my God. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. Why am I not surprised? Uh, this show was amazing, bro. It was shout out to Nick and Vanessa Lachey. They put one together. I don't, I don't mess with reality TV like that at all. Like I'm not really into it. But this one, like I heard everybody talking about it, and then I was like, I ain't really care. But then I heard the concept of it, and I was like, well, it sounds kind of interesting now. And it's it's dope because what they do is they take couples that's been together for like a couple years, maybe two, three years or whatever. And then, um, you know what I'm saying? One of the partners has an ultimatum for them to get married. So because they gave them the ultimatum, you know what I'm saying? They come onto the show and what they do is they basically speed date for a week. You know what I'm saying? Which is, I mean, it really ain't speed dating, but that's the concept of it is speed dating. So they speed date for a week and then they basically go into like this little deliberation about who they would actually like to be with. So, um, so they there, you know what I'm saying? They pick the person. If the person picked them, it's an automatic match. And then if not, you know what I'm saying, they got to see how it go. So they end up living together with the new person for three weeks in an apartment. And then after that, they go back with their old partner, right, for three more weeks. And then they come together and then see if they want to stay together, if they pick the new person or if they just want to break it off. So – it was dope as hell, bro. It's funny. I mean, I was on the edge of my seat with this shit, bro. Like this, that was that was great TV. That now, if that was on VH1 or some shit like that, I'd be tuned in every week. So you know, what I'm saying y'all go check out the Ultimatum on Netflix, man. That's my pick. <laughs> man, listen, I have not been able to escape the Ultimatum, man. It's like I know at least three podcasts I listened to this week talked about the Ultimatum. So. Oh yeah, fire. <laughs> so yeah, uh. I might, I might, man. I mean, that's not that's not really my cup of tea, but you know, you never hey, it know, wasn't, man. It wasn't mine know. either, bro. It was it was not mine either. But when I tell you, like, just the 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 energy that it brings is already hilarious because, like, in the, when they be speed dating, they all speed dating in the same place. So it's like you know, what I'm saying like they be at they be at like a little like a resort or whatever. But you know, what I'm saying like it'd be a dude and his and his girlfriend and then like it'd be another girl, another dude or whatever. So like one to be in the pool talking to the girl 
and then the other one would be like right by the pool in the little cabana talking to the dude. But you know what I'm saying? Like while they talking, you could tell they kind of ear hustling on the other yeah. one. <laughs> bro, it's I'm telling you, this shit is amazing, bro. This is this is fire TV, bro. That's wild, man. That is so wild. <laughs> I've, I've, I've been here, I've been hearing a lot of good things, man. A lot of good things. Yeah. Um, so for me, uh, this is a show I am um three seasons invested, man. This is the fourth and final season of the show. Um it's an originally a BBC show. And it is called Killing Eve, man. Um, I heard it. it, it yeah, man. It's about basically uh, the, uh, Eve is she was originally she's just you know just a working lady, all this type of shit. Then she came across the serial killer girl who just had this obsession with her, and so they just got this thing where they can't really they can't really destroy each other like because the con- the the contract killer was contracted to kill Eve back in season 1 yeah. but she met her and just couldn't kill her right and so <laughs> now <laughs> now it's gotten to a point crazy <laughs> it's gotten to a point now man like where they got this they got this this love hate relationship it's like yeah they they don't want to fuck with each other but they kind of need each other Mm-hmm. And like it was, it was one crazy part where, uh, with the contract killer girl, she had a, <laughs> she broke into this, uh, she broke into this therapist house, yeah, and tied the dude down and made him get her therapy. Oh wow, that's wild. <laughs> yo, it was the funniest shit ever. He yo. can't even <laughs> give her the right therapy because he's so scared. <laughs> but this is the thing though, like it was like that in the beginning, but yeah. the more and more she got to talking. The more and more the therapist was into it, oh, <laughs> he was yeah. like, "Yeah," because he was like, he's listening to her story about how she's killing people and how she can't, you know, how she got this crazy relationship with Eve, yeah. and like he ended up telling her like, "You are fascinating. You can't kill her because you, uh, you love the the uh, the power that that she holds over her and all this type of stuff." It's it's really a wild show, man. Um, right. So if y'all interested, man, this. It's on, it's on AMC, but it's a BBC production. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, and this is the final season. I'm on episode eight, so uh, I think it's probably two more episodes, and they go close that chapter. So, uh, okay. so that's what I, that's what I've been watching, man. Killing Eve. That's what's up, man. I'm gonna have to check that joint out. Y'all go check that out as well, man. Also, check out that Ultimatum, man. Y'all will not be disappointed. That is such a great show. Um. So, man, let's get to it, man. This is what we're here for. Snowfall, Season 5, Episode 9. Um, you know what I'm saying? We talked a lot about in the uh, coming soon uh, portion of the last episode. We talked a lot about what we thought. Well, not really a lot, but, you know what I'm saying? We kind of got into what we thought was going to happen, you know what I'm saying, with these last few episodes. And then not only that, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying, with the next season coming up being the final season, you know what I'm saying, what we kind of thought was going to happen. And in a way, I think that I might have been, you know what I'm saying, kind of in that lane because it's starting to seem as if shit is falling apart. And I'm not going to lie, man. All this shit is Louis' fault. And I was wrong. Yeah. Um, As a matter of fact, I think we both were wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, Louis ain't broke. (laughs) 
No, hell no, Shane Broke. <laughs> we, were, they are not, yeah, we, we was wrong. We was wrong. We were completely wrong. I thought we they didn't wrong. even have. I thought they didn't even have five million. Well, like, it was the it was the way that they was talking about it. You know what I'm saying? Like they was talking as if like they only had like a couple million. Then we see she got a whole goddamn stats room. Man, she got a stats room like like Franklin stats. Yeah, probably and, bigger. Yeah, man, and and like yeah. so, I just wanted to get that out there that you know what I'm saying I was wrong on that point, and and with and with them finally having that conversation of, um, and the way that they set it up was wild, um, yeah. which I thought. You know, Joe and I'm gonna say it was stupid, but I thought it was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Where they're Jerome and Louis sitting in there, Jerome hit the music, starts talking about yo, you know, and they're talking about um what's my the cop they're talking about mm-hmm. old dude, yeah, about you know, possibly having to take him out. Right. And then they get a knock on the door, yo, he's downstairs. They're like, mm-hmm. Want me to tell them to come up? Like, nah, we'll come down there. So they're setting it up, making you think, oh, hey, I cop totally dude downstairs. Thought it was the cop. Yeah, I totally thought it was the cop. <laughs> so they go down there and it's Franklin. And so Franklin, the 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 one thing about the L the uh the LSD thing is it has a lot of people thinking clearly now. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people has looked at some of the things that they have done and was like, yo, either I'm wrong or I need to take responsibility or I need to, you know, follow this path. Like, so, you know, a lot of people are going through some different things. Right. And Franklin, you know, with the, the way that he tripped, he realized he has made some mistakes and he has been, you know what I mean, kind of controlling. Mm-hmm. But the only thing with that is, even though he was controlling and really wasn't taking a lot of people's ideas, Franklin had a lot of good ideas. And the yeah, shit was rolling did. smoothly. And, and and I think what he ended up doing was he started second guessing himself. Mm-hmm. But in all actuality, everything that he has said has been good. Yeah. And so <clears throat> when he says, Yo, I apologize, I was wrong. I understand why you made that move. I want us to move forward as family. Right. And then she was like, We want the same, but I need to tell you before we do that, I made a deal with Teddy. And like, and the thing about the way that he reacted was he was pissed, but then I think when he stood there, before, when he walked through there, when he stood there, I think that he like, I think a light went off in his head and it's like, you know what? I've been looking for it out for a while. Oh my God, we are on the same page, bro. Like, we are on the same page. That's exactly what I that's the same thing. I was about to cut you off before you went, but I'm glad I didn't. Because when I when I seen that too, I was like, you know what I'm saying? Because he was just talking, well, he was just talking to Veronique and everything, you know what I'm saying? He was basically letting her know everything that, you know what I'm saying, he's done. And he was really being honest with her when they, you know what I'm saying, went to the beach. And you could see that he was thinking about, you know what I'm saying, that night, everything that had happened. Then not only that, he was also thinking about, bro, like, I cannot keep doing this shit. Even, like, his interaction with Leon when Leon came to his house, like, that was a different, you know what I'm saying, interaction. But the fact that, you know what I'm saying, you could kind of tell, you know what I'm saying, he was kind of like, man, I got it. I got to get out of here. This this ain't no way. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going through it with my girl. Can't see my girl for real because she don't feel safe. And I told her I was going to keep her safe. Then... You know, I can't really trust my people to, you know what I'm saying, be with me because they out here doing whatever they want to do, but they telling me one thing, doing another. And then my boy Leon, even though, you know what I'm saying, 
he always got my back. He kind of faltering too because it's like he sees something wrong. He want to act on it, but I really can't have his back on it because it's my people's. And then on top of that, you know what I'm saying, to find out that Teddy went behind your back and, you know what I'm saying, did a deal with somebody who basically make the most of your money is like, oh, yeah, that was the that was the icing on the cake at that point. Like, So um, real quick before we continue, though, I want to give a quick synopsis. So basically it's, the, it's, you know what I'm saying, right after the wedding, um, Louis and Jerome chilling in the bed. Uh, the cop is um, – no, Louis and Jerome are chilling, supposed to be on their honeymoon. The cop is basically going through it with his um, superiors. He ends up getting um, suspended. Leon is kind of, you know what I'm saying, trying to figure out how to deal with the situation at hand after finding out that Louis and Jerome did what they did. Kane is in the hospital. He may end up paralyzed. And then Franklin is basically just replaying that that night over and over and over in his head trying to deal with, um, you know what I'm saying? The situation that he got going on. So, uh, Oh, and then, um, Sissy is, is also dealing with the situation that's going on as well with, uh, I don't know what to call dude, the revolutionary dude, I guess that's what he's supposed to be. Man, that dude is a fucking CIA agent. Man. That's what, bro, I'm telling you, they got to be, a, they got to be government, FBI, CIA, uh, 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 what, what, TSA, ATF, something, bro. They one of the three-letter groups. Um, and then on top of that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Teddy got something going on as well. And then, unfortunately, bro, you know what I'm saying? Avi got something going on as well. So it, this was one of those episodes that hit every character. Um, it didn't hit them a lot, but, it, you know what I'm saying, it kind of showed everybody in the mix, which I really appreciate it because, you know what I'm saying, towards the end, you kind of know what's going You kind of want to know what's going on with everybody. So that's a little quick synopsis of what's going on. But um, back to Louis Jerome and Franklin. Um, how did you feel about you know what I'm saying? Because you, you talked about how his, uh, <coughs> excuse me, how his reaction was. How did you feel about, you know what I'm saying, his um, conversation with Teddy, though? Because I thought that was, I thought that was player the way he pulled that off. It was. It was. And I'm going to give you that. I just want to mention one other thing. Mm-hmm. So when he, when he flipped out about, because when she told him, yo, I went to Teddy, and we're going to buy from him now. He was like, yo, you're 90% of my business. Right. And that I did not know. And then I also said that the expansion thing, she was like, we're making enough money in Little Rock and St. Louis. Mm-hmm. He was like, yeah, that was my expansion idea. Right. And she was like, yeah, we'll give you the other side of L.A. And it's like, the fuck? Like, like, <laughs> like what do you mean you'll give me, give me yeah. the other give side the of L.A.? Of and I'm like, yo, like, who do Louie think she is? So I, right. I, I just thought, dude, I thought that was wild of how the tables have turned. But to answer your question, that was some of the slickest shit I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, and then 
You see how Teddy acting now that he's finally getting some ass, man. Teddy won't pie with whipped cream. Is he? Is he you really? I mean? Is he really getting some ass though? Yes, man. He's getting ass, man. He is totally changed. He done took the girl to Javi. Come on. Yeah. He don't he take nobody to Javi, man. The freaky girl, man. You can't. You can't be messing with her. Man, she he done took. He knows. He done took her to Javi. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And 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 then he he pull up to the diner all happy, ordering pie, apple pie and shit. So I just think that like seeing that Teddy, even even when he met with um with Louis, yeah, like just just how upbeat he was. You know what I'm saying? He just seemed really happy. You know, and it's just like ever since he you know, got with old girl, man, it seemed like you know Teddy's a little different. So anyway, um. So they sit there and they're having a conversation and for him to say I like how he brought up the whole thing of I would like to think that we have had some personal moments to where you know what I'm saying so we could have somewhat called each other friends you know right. you know in 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 a way of not saying that but like for him to be like yo I made you in three years, almost $56 million. And it's like, to really sit back and think about that, man. And and we're talking about 1986, where the government is, is, is using the hoods in America and just these two dudes have made $56 million for a war. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, you've been, you know, well compensated handsomely. He was like, yeah, I have. But he was just like, I think the point that he was trying to make to Teddy was like, yo, white dude from Kansas, black dude from South Central, completely changed the world. And for you to go behind my back to not just anybody, but to my partner that's actually my aunt. Right. To go behind my back and work a deal with them, nah, bro. Like, we can't do that. And, like, for Teddy to sit back and say, just because I made a deal with them doesn't mean that our business got to stop. I don't know. I don't know, man. What, like, what, what did you think about, like, that? Like, I just felt like Teddy should have known, like he's he's not going for that. He had to know he wasn't going. Well, that's the that's the crazy part because Teddy knew that. You know what I'm saying? Remember him uh, when him and Gustavo was talking. You know what I'm saying? He definitely. um, I keep saying, well, Ocho. I mean, Ocho. Oso. You know what I'm saying? He definitely brought that up. And you know what I'm saying? He said it like, yo, you know, how you think you're going to feel knowing that, you know what I'm saying? You kind of went behind his back and, uh, you know what I'm saying? You you went behind his back and dealt with his people like that. And, you know what I'm saying? He said that he messed up. And because he messed up, you know what I'm saying? He basically got to deal with it. Me personally, I don't, I don't think Teddy really understands the situation he put himself in. Um, I know that he knows, he's well aware of 
um, the type of person Franklin is, because I think Teddy even seen it before Franklin saw it. And I still, I, I, I honestly still don't think uh, Franklin sees it, right? And that's what I say when I'm when I'm I'm referring to uh, when I mention them as being two sides of the same coin. Like I think Teddy realizes that. I think Teddy realizes how smart Franklin is and um, how aware Franklin is and everything else, and what he's willing to go to to, you know, what I'm saying to to do something. Um, I think that the phone call that Franklin made when he was on LSD is what kind of put Teddy in that position. You know what I'm saying? Him talking to Louie, knowing that, okay, this may not turn out how I think it's supposed to. And I think that Teddy kind of wants to get ahead of Franklin on that, you know what I'm saying, on that whole situation. Him finding out that Franklin is pretty much done, I think that Teddy is going to be on his ass. I think Teddy is going to definitely try to get rid of him. But I don't think he's going to try to get rid of him early. I think that he's going to try to figure out what's going on first. Because technically, they don't have much surveillance on him. And I think that was one of the things that when Teddy came back, the reason he was doing the surveillance on him, because he kind of knew, you know what I'm saying, what was going on. Um, And as far as the way Franklin was working, he knew Franklin was a lot smarter, you know what I'm saying, than what they even knew. So, I mean, I I can't lie. I'm kind of excited to see how this plays out, because to me, this is like the – this is going to be like the chess match for next season if they get into that. And I think that's going to – or possibly even this next episode. What I didn't like about it, um, not to be nitpicky, right? but the fact that Franklin said, I found my money, they didn't show us. Yeah. So that's one thing. I, I don't know if it was – they ran out of time. I don't know if D-Ray Davis got busy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened. But Franklin just said, yo, I found my money. Mm-hmm. And so when he told him that he found his money, I kind of like, you know, I kind of like, you know, made a, like, made, you know, a scrunch in my face. Like, wait a minute. See, this is another one of those things where when it comes with V, like, if I didn't watch that interview on Breakfast Club where – Franklin said, yo, like, I actually met V when when I got that that property from that bookstore. Those people tried to sue me, and she was my lawyer. It's like, right. I'm guessing there's, like, some kind of, I don't know, like a, a web page that we could go to where we could get, like, you know, different stuff about the show, like, facts about the show, about maybe things that they couldn't put on screen. Mm-hmm. I just felt that that, I felt like that, that was something important enough to where they could have showed us how Franklin got his money back. Right. And for him not to even mention Peach's name, I just thought that that was kind of weird. But, but anyway, that was one thing I did not like. Um, but another thing that was revealed in that scene when they were sitting at that table was, um, Oh man, what was the other thing? I can't remember what the other thing is, but I will say this. I think Louie, with Franklin saying, you wanted to be in front, you got it now, good luck. Mm-hmm. I think she's already made a bad decision. Right. When it comes to Buckley, because Buckley is 
at the bottom of the barrel right now. You know, now they, they opened us up a little bit into his life to show him, you know, where where he shot Kane in the back, told the other cops to hold, lie about how shit went down. Like you said, talked to his superiors, superiors suspended him, but they also want him to take a drug test. Mm-hmm. And then they show him go to his ex-wife, I guess. Yeah, because he said he had got married. Uh, his ex-wife house, and he want to see his kids be over there high as fuck, and she won't let him see the kids. Mm-hmm. So fast forward, he's talking to Louie, well, he not snuck into the office again, and that's another thing. I get into that once I once I talk about where I think Louie is making mistakes. So obviously, he's high as fuck sitting right. in there. And I think what she was doing when she was, when her and Jerome was talking, and she was playing around with that coke. Yeah. I think she was uh oh, what do you call it? Uh spiking it. I can't think of the word that I want to think of, but I think she put some shit in there. Maybe. I think she knew Buckley is going to come into my office. And I think that she put something in there to where you shouldn't if that shit you done. Right. Because think about this. When Buckley was sitting there saying, yo, I, I lost my job, I lost my friend, and now I'm about to lose my kid, and I can't lose my kid. Now, remember, he went in there, and he was like, you mind? He poured that Coke out, remember? When she sat down, and, and she was like, yo, you haven't lost everything. You actually gained something. She was like, we have a spot for you here. And mm-hmm. she was like, I'll put you on payroll and I'll double your pay. And then she slid that coke away. Right. Think about it. Why would Louie need to be playing around with coke? You see what I'm saying? And yeah. then yeah. she because remember she while she was playing with it, she was like, yo, if I gotta get rid of them and get another cop, I will. Right. She's not in the game of she's not cooking it up anymore. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, why even have that shit in your office? I think she knew he was gonna come up there at some point, and she was gonna give it to him. I think, I think what it was is that when he started talking about losing his job and losing his kids, I think she felt bad, and I think she showed a sign of weakness, and that's bad. Right. The way Franklin did it was when Rob was on that shit, he took him out. Now you sitting here dealing with a cop that number one fucked you on the, on the project thing for number mm-hmm. one. Then this dude is coked up all the time, and you know he's coked up all the time. And now you're gonna put him on payroll. I think it's a bad decision, man. Nah, I don't. Um, <clears throat> I think that was a smart move from Lou. Um, only because first and foremost, you know what I'm saying. He got all the information that he need to take them out. Um, not only do he got all the information that he need to take them out, he got the connections, and you know what I'm saying that's very, very dangerous to have somebody like him just out here, you know what I'm saying, milling about looking for revenge because you know what I'm saying you wanted to hit him up to do something and then come to find out he ends up taking the L for that. So I kind of I kind of feel her on that. That's one of them things that, you know what I'm saying, 
you got to be careful with. <clears throat> Excuse me. And you want to get ahead of that, too. So I think she did the right thing. Uh, We don't do this a lot, but I would have to disagree. Okay. I, I think that if my theory is right, that she actually put something in that Coke. Mm-hmm. When he takes it or she just gives it to him or he or, you know, whatever the case may be, and he does it and die. It's going to look like an overdose. Right. So they wouldn't be accountable for him. And they wouldn't have to worry about, oh, well, he knows too much information about us. He could, you know, seek revenge and try to get us. But if he sniffed this and he dies, you know, we don't have to worry about Buckley anymore. Now, I get it that you would have to find another cop on the inside. But I just don't know if this dude can be trusted. That's with true. because with him being off the rails the way that he is being on that shit because it's not like he's looking like stopping. I mean, look what he went through. This dude sitting there, he runs out, he goes across the street to these dudes to try to get some more rock. They don't want to sell to him because they say I smell bacon. Mm-hmm. And then this dude pulls the gun out on his damn kid, saying I was gonna pay for it. Now just give it to me. He's he's willing to pull a gun out on drug dealers to get more rock. Come on, man. This dude is desperate. I I, I, just, I do not think it's a good move by Louis. I think Louis is already making a bad decision. And even with the Little Rock, even though it, it seems to be working out, I just felt that these people wasn't ready for that life yet. Mm-hmm. Now, it seems everything seemed to be fine. We don't we don't know a lot of details about, about it, but I don't know, man. I, I don't think Louis is cut for, for these decisions. Even even when it comes to decision of going behind, um, and we seen her have the conversation with uh with Leon about yeah. you know lying to their face or whatever. And then she tried to do the whole little and and and, and look she got him. And look now trust me, I get what she's saying. It's gotta be very tough, especially being in this business and being a black woman in this business. I get it, but to tell two of your partners that, yo, all right, I'm going to let this be and then go behind their back and kill the person. Mm-hmm. I, even even Franklin said it when he talked to V. He was like, right move, bad execution. Right. So I, I, I don't know if Louie is necessarily cut out for what is what is to come with the decision that she's making right now. I mean, I see what you're saying. I definitely see what you're saying, and I get it. But, I mean, to me, that's just one of those things that you want to get ahead of before it gets too bad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think I think that's just the move that she made, honestly. She just wanted to, you know what I'm saying, get him as close to her as possible. And then on top of that, like, <clears throat> Excuse me, but um, pretty much just get her close to—I mean, get him as close to her as possible. But also, when she, you know, so she said it best, like you know, what I'm saying you know, you know, you know, you know all these cops, and you got the connections, like you know, what I'm saying why wouldn't she do that? Especially with just getting, you know, what I'm saying the connect that she just got with Teddy. Like to have somebody like that on the team is super valuable. It is, and, and we're going to move on, but also, mm-hmm. 
also though, look at it this way. Now he's making double what he was making. Right. right. Let's say he go the route of Jerome, right? Mm-hmm. Start wearing Versace and, and Gucci and all this shit. And then he's going to his old partners and like, you know, trying to get information out of them and they see him shining after he just lost a job. What if they ain't what if they ain't with the bullshit? What if they ain't with being dirty? I mean they might, you know what I'm saying? I, I think he I think him being who he was and doing what he was doing, I think he knows, you know what I'm saying, how to properly deal with that. So I don't I don't think that's something that you know is gonna be an issue. Possibly. So we see Leon having a conversation with um oh man why why is her name blanking? Uh what's her old girl name? His ex. Um why is her name slipping my head? Damn. Well anyway. He goes. He goes to talk to the old girl. Remember, he told her at the at the uh, at the wedding that he wanted to travel the world. You know, go to Europe, oh, go Wanda. to Africa. Wanda, God damn it, man! So he's talking to Wanda, and they're having a conversation. And she's tell he's telling her everything I said I meant. And Wanda, which I'm glad that she's thinking about herself at this moment of like, yo. I finally got a job. I'm doing good right now. Like, yeah. I don't know if this is a good time for me to leave. I don't have money saved up. So he's like, yo, I got all the money we're going to need. And so he starts going off on, yo, I'm trying to help these people. And you've been through it. So you know the best way to do this. And she's right. like, so you just want me to help you with your journey. And he was like, nah, you know, we can do it together. And then he finally told her, like, after she said it, she was like, yo, Lee, I'm still in love with you. And he was like, yo, you're the only girl I ever love. Like, I want to leave. I want to leave with you. But I thought it was a dope thing to put in the script that she would say, oh, you just want to leave because of the things that I did when I was getting high. You don't want people to see you with me type of thing. I thought it was dope to put that in the script. Because I do, too. I do, too. But I don't. I think that he's seen something, you know what I'm saying, in that moment that he had of uh, clarity. And I think that he realized, like, he really not over her like he might think he is. I don't think so. I think even when she was even when she was on the rock, the the faces that he made towards her. Yeah. Like you could tell, like he was, it, it uh, he was more disappointed with himself than what him and Franklin was doing, because I think that they was naive to think that someone that they knew or someone that they loved would actually get on the shit. Mm-hmm. I think that when they was making money, I think they just looked at it like, "Yo, we making money," and then once they seen that it hit both of their girls, right. you know what I'm saying it hit Franklin X too, so. I think that Lee is really trying to fix a wrong with someone that he loves at the same time. And 
with him never really really being out of the Bay Area, it seems. Mm-hmm. I think that this would be a great thing for both of them, but then at the same time, do it might come at the right timing because if they get out of here before this shit goes south, they might not come back. Like, they might go to Europe or Africa or whichever one and just never come back to L.A. if shit get hot. Because like you said, shit is starting to fall apart. Yeah. So, but I was just glad that he was able to have this conversation with Wanda because I did feel bad for Wanda because when she left him at the at the party, she was like, yo, like, why did you have to say this to me right now while you're high on this drug? Because she didn't know if he was for real or not. So I thought it was dope for them to have that conversation yeah. and to actually get their feelings heard where both of them was, you know what I'm saying, not inebriated or anything like that. So I thought it was dope that they was able to do that. Right. I agree. I definitely agree, man. But for me, man, I think that, you know what I'm saying, with everything that's going on, him to, you know what I'm saying, actually stay in that uh, thought process, even though, you know what I'm saying, he was kind of out of it. But, you know what I'm saying, to be able to stay in that thought process and kind of do what he did in that moment was dope, you know what I'm saying, to take her and let her or, or reassure her of, you know what I'm saying, what he meant. And he really wanted to, you know what I'm saying, work on things and, you know what I'm saying, possibly get back with her. I thought that was fire, man. You know what I'm saying? And then especially him trying to, you know what I'm saying, go on and do other stuff, be other places, you know what I'm saying, travel and learn things. Like, I think that whatever Avi said to him earlier in the season, when they had that conversation, I think that he really took that to heart. And I think that, you know what I'm saying, it uh, helped him grow a little bit. What do you think about when Leon came over to talk to Franklin at his place? It was his first time seeing his place and just the way that he reacted to his place because – Leon decided to stay in the hood. Right. You know, Franklin went to get this elaborate, like, penthouse or whatever he's staying in. Yeah. Like, just the way that he was talking to Franklin about that. And then also, the way, the emotion that he showed when he snatched that book, because he said, I bet you didn't even open it. What was your <laughs> thoughts on that scene, man? Because I, I, I think that what was happening here, is it, it feels like they're moving farther and farther apart, man. What do you think about that scene? I thought that scene was dope um, because with everything that's going on, um, especially the situation that just happened, you kind of, you know what I'm saying, you kind of seen um, <clears throat> Excuse me. You kind of seen the the situation, kind of, you know, what I'm saying, get at Leon a little bit, and I don't, I don't think he really appreciated uh, what was going on. Uh, I think that it affected him the most, only because um, he was the one that went to go talk to Kane, and he was the one that kind of stuck his neck out to, you know, what I'm saying, kind of keep that relationship uh, where it was at, and. You know what I'm saying? He already felt like they kind of betrayed him. So then to turn around and talk to Franklin about it and see that he really he really wasn't on the same page, like you know what I'm saying? That you could tell that kind of threw him off a little bit. And especially with the response that he got when, you know what I'm saying, Franklin said, like, you know, I'm not what what do you want me to do? 
You know what I'm saying? I think he expected more out of uh, Franklin in that moment. I'm sorry. I think he expected more out of Franklin in that moment. And um, you could tell that, you know what I'm saying, that bothered him a lot. And then him grabbing the book, which I thought was a um, – which was a very – uh, dope book that they chose. They chose Franz Fan and Wretched of the Earth. Um, by the way, if if you're a young black man or if you're a black man at all, black person at all, honestly, and you haven't read that one, go get that. Um, but I thought that was dope that he gave him that book because that book speaks of the aspects, you know what I'm saying, especially at the time. And that was something that, you know what I'm saying, was um, very important, I think, for Franklin to read. And the fact that Leon had gave him something like that. And he see that, you know what I'm saying, it ain't, it, it don't even look touched. You know what I'm saying? That just kind of showed the disconnect between them two and how far, you know what I'm saying, that they growing apart, especially with the route that Leon is um, starting to choose. And then, you know what I'm saying, their interaction all together just seemed like, you know what I'm saying, they was worlds apart. You know, when Leon walks in and he like, damn, like this nigga is living the life. And then, you know, from where Leon is, you could tell that like they going in two separate paths. And I think that, you know, saying that was the start of once again, just everything falling down. I don't think that Leon is going to betray Franklin, but I do think like it's going to be some it's going it's going to be some uh, rough patches in that in that friendship. Yeah, man, and and he when when he told him like, "What do you want me to do? You want me to yell and scream?" He was like, "Uh, and and tell like basically like kind of demand him to do this." And he was like, "Well, that's a first. Yeah. It seems like when when Franklin <clears throat> was battling with himself last episode, I think it opened Franklin up to a lot of stuff. And mm-hmm. even though, it, it, and honestly." I feel with this new path that he's on, even though it does feel like there's a disconnect and they move in the opposite directions, I think that with a little bit more time, I think Franklin would have read that book. We might not be done with that book. I think possibly we could see Franklin like getting that book like next episode or some shit like that and actually sitting down and reading it. Yeah, um, definitely. Because Especially with, with, what, with, what, uh, with what's going on right now. Yeah, because I think that Franklin has realized, like, yo, I have been a bully in this shit. Mm-hmm. Even when he was sitting down with V and telling her, like, yo, all the things that I've done, you know, with killing people and, and all that type of shit, he was like, I wasn't just doing that to, you know what I'm saying, to make money. He was like, yo, I was doing that to win. And right. I think that what he realized with doing that, all the things that he was doing to win, that he was pushing a lot of people away in the process. And I think that what he was trying to do was he was trying to rebuild. Cause remember when him and Leon had that conversation outside the wedding, he was like, yo, like, I just want to let you know, like, like, I love you, bro. Like, like you're my guy. And then to go to the club and apologize to Louie and, 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 and uh, Jerome, even mm. though he lost his temper for a second, and like I said, he started walking and then that light went off in his head and he stopped. So yeah. I think what Franklin is doing is I think that he is trying to take a better path. But I just don't think that now he's going to have the time to do so because 
from I don't know if you watched it this time, but from the previews of the next episode, mm-hmm. dude, it yo, it's gonna get hectic. It went zero to hundred real quick. Yeah, it's, gonna um, get it's 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 a lot of shit going on, and a lot of shit. It, it seemed like oh, it, it's about to be a lot of shit going towards Louis. I think Louis. I think the the thing with Louis. The well, okay, the difference between Louis and Franklin is Franklin has been in a lot of situations where the shit wasn't going good. Right. I think Louise, I think all of her situations haven't reached a tipping point. So mm-hmm. I don't know how she's going to react under pressure. Franklin has been under pressure a few times. We don't know how Louis going to act under pressure. And I think that we're going to, I think we're going to get a crash course of that shit with this next episode. Um, in my opinion. So mm-hmm. I, I I just think that this season finale is is going to be is it's gonna be a really, really good episode, man. Um I'm sitting here trying to think do we t- oh hobby. So the uh, the CIA dude or whatever the fuck he is, he had that conversation with with Sissy earlier and he was like, you know, he had to cut his beard off because he had to change his appearance. And just for her, like the conversation that he had with Sissy, that's what made me think, like, yo, this dude is way more than than what we thought he was. Right. And so he was like, yo, I got a little bit of intel, you know, from that um, wedding. So he's sitting outside the place with this dude. Then they break into this place, kind of find out his hobby's place. And I'm gonna tell you something, yo. For a hobby to be the age he is, that dude is man, a fighter, my guy. Busy, wasn't he? He was getting busy in there, man. Yeah. I mean, man, he hit him with the throat move and everything, man. This dude got to be about, I don't know, maybe 10, 12, 15 years younger than Javi. Yeah. And Javi was giving him the business in there until he got hit upside the head with that bottle. Boy, he wasn't playing no games, bro. You could tell Javi been in, been in some fights. He been in yeah. some wars. And I think that that shows us why Javi's where he is. And it shows us how much of a survivor he is because I think that to survive in this business, you had to have been in the mud before. And I think that that fight scene with him being the age that he is showed mm-hmm. us that Javi is the real deal, man. 100%. 100%. Um, it's crazy because, you know, you, you don't really ex- – you didn't really expect that – to happen to him at a, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, you know what I'm saying, out there. Um, but the fact that they did get to him is already a problem to me. You know what I'm saying? I think that mm-hmm. in that moment, he should have just shot them both. Of course, you know what I'm saying? Hindsight is twenty twenty, but he definitely should have shot both of them right on the site. I ain't no asking no questions, no none of that. You got to get them out of there. And <clears throat> excuse me. Um, but you know what I'm saying? Because he didn't, it kind of, you know what I'm saying? Put him in an odd spot, unfortunately. Um, I, I wonder how this is going to play out. 
I really wonder how, how this is going to play out because we just seen the, the conversation him and Teddy had um, about the guns. You know what I'm saying? The, the big order. shipment. Yeah, the big shipment. So now, you know what I'm saying, with everything that's going on, we might see, you know what I'm saying, that old Teddy come back when he was in Mexico. He might have to break that Jack Reacher shit out again. <laughs> hey, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to bring that up. Yeah. The whole conversation of them – he asking for triple the guns, and I thought it was interesting when he said, "Yo, like when this war is over, will we continue to do business?" Right. And it felt like I think I think Teddy bullshit him. Like I think after this shipment, I think Teddy was gonna be done with him. But what this does is it fucks up that business. And this is my question to you. Is Javi dead, or is he getting locked up? I mean, it was it was it was a good blow to the head. Doesn't mean he's dead. He definitely not dead. I think he just knocked out. Definitely just knocked out. So, do you think? Because it seems like he, dude, is not working rogue. But it's just, do you take Javi in in this situation? Because what's gonna? Because what I'm thinking. When Teddy goes to talk to him again and he's not there, and I thought it was funny that that Teddy said, "Yo, can you get me this?" He said, "Have I ever let you down before?" He was like, "Yeah, every time." He was like, "But that was a good explanation for that." Yeah. <laughs> I be mean, saying, I be mean, wait a minute, that was a good explanation for all those other times where I didn't get you what you needed. I right. thought that was funny, but. With him being the first domino to possibly fall, I thought was interesting. Right. But it I'm with you. It's gonna it's gonna be wild seeing how this situation plays out. It's gonna be Definitely. very interesting to see how it plays out because I don't he they didn't he didn't really say a timeline of how fast he needed these weapons, right. but I just feel like with in this in this final episode. Teddy's going to reach out to him, and I don't know if he's not going to be able to find him, or, I just thought of this, what if he's not dead, right? Uh-huh. And old dude is like, yo, I'm trying to get to Teddy. Uh-huh. See what I'm saying? See what I'm going here? Yeah. Can you set up a meeting or whatever so I can, you know, either surveillance it or, you know, bomb rush Teddy. What, what do you think of that idea? Um, I don't think Javier go for it, but I'm just saying. I mean, I don't, I don't think he will either. You know what I'm saying? Especially with the type of stuff that he's seen and done. Um, but I do think that uh, was going to end up happening is um if that is the case right it's gonna it's gonna be a tough one it's gonna be a real tough one because i don't i don't think that they understand who javi is and i don't think they understand the connections that javi got either 
and like I said, him being connected with Teddy, that's going to bring a lot of situation, a lot of situation that they don't want. So, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't think he's going to give Teddy up. I don't even think that, like I said, I don't even think he did. I just think they knocked him out. And, you know, maybe they try to interrogate him in there and maybe his people, you know what I'm saying, come in early or something and they end up killing the dudes. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? I, it's a lot going, but I don't, like I said, I don't, I don't think he'd give Teddy up. Um, I don't think he did either, though. Who? 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 This next step, this, man, this season finale is going to be good. It is going to be good. What is one thing before before we get to coming soon? One, give me one prediction of what you think is gonna happen next episode. Um shit. Okay. Um I think that uh the shit gonna hit the fan with Louie. Or it's gonna at least start to. I think that her hiring the, the cop is gonna backfire. Because that I think his blood is gonna come back. They're gonna find out he got cocaine in this shit. And even though we think he I mean we know he's suspended now, but he gonna go down. And when he go down with everything that he gonna have on the line, I think that he's going to give her up. I'm glad you said that. That is a great fucking idea because they did say you can go down for this. Mm-hmm. And if they can prove, mm-hmm. which they will because it'll be they doing a blood test, that he had drugs in this system during this time, like you said, he could end up getting some time. So do you think Buckley really want to go to jail as a cop? Right. He definitely don't want to go to jail. Definitely don't want to go to jail. Man, that's why I love doing this podcast with you. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, we'll see, bro. We'll definitely see, man. I'm I'm excited. Um, I don't. I just. I honestly don't know. You know what I'm saying? There's so much they can get into with this situation. There's so much they can do with this situation. So we'll find out, man. But um. For right now, you know what I'm saying? We kind of sitting on the edge last um, episode of the season. We'll see. You ready to get into the uh, coming soon? Yes, sir. All right. Coming soon. Coming soon. All right, man. We're getting into um, this next episode, and it is uh, talking about one of the greats. You know what I'm saying? One of the best producer producers directors to ever do it um legendary films the name alone he you don't even have to say his first name his last name alone speaks volumes but um because you know what i'm saying it's gonna be the title of the episode we got to say his whole name but we're doing an appreciation episode man we're getting into martin scorsese you know what i'm saying i'm excited about this um he got some amazing credits you know what I'm saying? And some amazing work. His filmography is full of classics. So it's going to be fun doing this one. 
It definitely is full of classics, man. And I know a lot of the time the word classic and genius and all that stuff gets thrown around. Right. This time, you know, even even the word legend, like it gets thrown around, but this time it's <laughs> it's undeniable, man. Like this dude, he he really is. A lot of the films that he put together are masterpieces, even though some of them, you know, have the but I will say this though, even though it have the racial component to it, I think that he is genuine because when you get into those old mob stories, the Italian people really did not fuck with black people back then. Mm-hmm. And like Martin doesn't stress it. It's just throw, throw little gems in there of like, oh, well, we'll give this drug to the niggas and, and boom, it's done. You know what I'm saying? Like it don't be like a whole situation where he, you know what I'm saying? Where he keeps throwing the word, you know, nigger in there or whatever the case may be. Like right. he don't really stress it. He just give you the reality of it real quick and then moves on. But yeah, man, uh, he, he, had, oh man, his IMDB is sick. Yeah. Sick, man. So definitely. yeah, it's, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be a, it's going to be a pretty good episode, man, that we got coming up for y'all. For sure, man. Can't wait to do it. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be dope. Um, You know what I'm saying? But until then, you know what I'm saying? Y'all, uh, you know what I'm saying? Keep your ears and your eyes open. <clears throat> Excuse me. Can't wait to, you know what I'm saying, do this. Um, It's going to be fun. You know what I'm saying? It's always going to be fun. But until then, you know what I'm saying? Um, Thank you guys for your support. You know what I'm saying? We definitely appreciate it. If you got any requests or any comments or anything that you want to uh, talk about, or add to the podcast, feel free to hit us up on the socials, um, on Instagram and Twitter at view and pod on Facebook at VA pod watch group. Um, you can follow me personally on, uh, Twitter at schools Bronson. And, um, you can check out my link tree on that profile page to follow me everywhere else. Yes, sir. Y'all can find me at, uh, S Foster eight on Instagram and Twitter at 28 minutes or less pod on IG on last episode at episode 81 which was New York New York you know what I'm saying what I did on the guy uh Frank Lucas and uh, Leroy Nikki Bonds a little bit on Bumpy Johnson and talked about the great Uncle Washington so go check out that episode I got an idea so be on the lookout for a new episode coming soon and uh appreciate everybody's support appreciate y'all listening I would greatly appreciate if y'all would leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, tell us what you think of the pods, or even, uh, or even, you know, um, when it comes to social media pages, if y'all want to throw out suggestions, um, we're we're with that. We haven't, I mean, we got a few um, where people just spoke to us either directly or indirectly, and we've done a film because somebody might have said something. So, you know, we we'll be glad to do it, man. Um, out those suggesting out there so but appreciate everybody's support for sure man and um once again thank you for your support thank you for all the love that you guys be giving us and uh until then we'll see y'all on the next episode like they say in hollywood man that's a wrap okay <laughs> i was about to say we out <laughs>